Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Show, talking about everything under the sun, from how to be the case, how to be child support. We keep it 100 over here. And I told you at the top of the year, I was going to stress the fact that we was going to deal with credit. Because as I travel this country and I still see people putting stuff in their baby mama's name and girlfriend's names and you guys are still not being faithful and the girl puts you out of your own spot that you thought was yours or take out the vehicle. This all just has to stop. So what I do when I travel this country, I find the best people to do the best things. And what I've learned is we want to teach people about financial literacy and master the power of credit. We also, with this company that I'm going to introduce you to this young lady, they get they restore your credit, lower your interest rate, get additional income in, in a growing industry. Um, they help dispute that, such as identity theft, medical bills, student loans, judgments, foreclosures, bankruptcies, tax liens, charge-offs, repossessions, evictions, and public records. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce everybody here to the credit specialist and realtor, and she can help you get a house as well once you get your credit together. The great, the marvelous, the sensational, and I don't say that about everybody, Miss Cheryl Anderson. How you doing, Doc? <laughs> I'm amazing. What an introduction, <laughs> T.J. Kirkland. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> So I have, I've been following you since the last time we talked, and I always, when I introduce people to my business, I, I really take um, an interest in what they're doing. And I had told you last time I liked what you were doing, I wanted to bring you back on the show so we could talk about these types of things, of identity stuff and medical bills. I'm quite sure everybody that's listening to the show is actually going through one of these situations in mm-hmm. their life. So now, why should people come to you, Michelle Anderson? Why? What is it about you, other than me being an influencer, to convince people that you are the person and your company are the people for this job? So let's start with you and talk about your company, and then let's go down all the things I talked about that you uh, you guys are good at. Okay. Well, why they should come with me, number one, you're going to get personable service. Mm-hmm. My experience, I'm not just a agent in the company, but I'm also a client. I at one time had a 504 credit score with foreclosure and bankruptcy and student loans. I had a tax lien. I had tons of things on my credit report. Mm-hmm. And I was able to, within three and a half months, have all of those things removed from my credit and that same month that I saw all of those things removed, I bought a brand new home. So I am not only, you know, offering the services, but I received them as well and had huge success with that. So my passion is seeing other people win, other people be able to do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you're right, people have all these things on the credit report, and they feel that because it's a credit bureau that it has to be there. And so a lot of times they accept it and start, you know, going on with life, not having the access they that really deserve because those things are sitting on the credit. Uh-huh. So my knowledge as a real estate agent, my knowledge as a client myself, 
I'm ready to help people understand the power of credit and what our what we can actually leverage by knowing the laws. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Let's start with credit. Like I, I saw something in the paper because I read. I, I try to read a lot. I'm not gonna say I'm an expert reader to be a uh, a professor. A lot of things, but I do read. And I saw now that you're able. You're gonna be able to use your cell phone as a credit. Like you, if you're, if you're paying your cell phone bill on time, that can help you with your credit. Is that true? That's true. In fact, our company is about to merge with or partner with T-Mobile Sprint. Okay. So that is true. You read company great. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a smart guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I agree. What, what's, what's important here, when I, I hear that you got back on your feet in three months, I mean, once you get your credit together, one, let's talk about how you got into debt, how you messed up your credit, right? Mm-hmm. Because people are, I think, are eager to get their credit fixed, right? But it costs money to get their credit fixed, and this could be the hesitation. So let's talk about let's 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 put a, a personal um something from your life that puts you there, and let's see how we can get people out of it because we can't get everybody a job. But I do know your company does hire other people to create credit. So let's talk about getting them what got you in, how you got out, and if they have the qualifications to start working for you and your company because you guys are a worldwide organization, and we might be able to get people jobs. Right, right. Okay, so starting with how I got in this position and that position that I was in. I yeah. Just fucked up at the beginning, ma'am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I got a little messed up because back in 2005, I had a stroke. And wow. after I had that stroke, yeah, I had, I ended up losing my job because they don't want a sick person working, right? So they let me go. Right. And from there, all my household bills got behind. I ended up with tons of medical bills. And I ended up turning in one of my vehicles, hoping to save money. That didn't work. Uh-huh. I filed bankruptcy, and when that didn't work, I ended up losing my home in foreclosure. Wow. So it was like a trickle-down effect okay. um, from me getting sick. And you know what? People that have negative credit are not bad people, right? No, just, we know that. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so and that, I wanted to mention that because a lot of people are so embarrassed about having negative credit, and they don't. that's why they don't talk about it, which means they don't get it restored. Right. And so I just wanted to make that a point that people that have negative credit are amazing people. Everybody has things that happen in their life, and some of the things knock you off your feet, which is what happened to me. And so, you know, it happened. I recovered from it. My credit was restored after I found out about that, found out that it could be, and the company leverages the law. So even though all of those things were legitimate, I did it, I just didn't pay it, the law states, and this was passed back in 1971 by Congress, the mm-hmm. Fair Credit Reporting Act, and that states that anything that is erroneous, inaccurate, or obsolete must be removed from the credit report. In layman's terms, it has to be 100% accurate for it to remain on the credit report. But okay. five out of six credit reports have errors, have problems. Right. And Yeah, and so if you ever looked at your credit report and you see aliases, I mean, come on, everybody isn't running from the law, so why do you have aliases on your credit report? 
Mm-hmm. That simply means that somebody keyed in their name wrong. And so they make it look legitimate by saying, oh, they've used these names before. But no, somebody over there in Chile, which is where one of the credit bureaus is, is typing it incorrectly. Wow. So Congress knew that way back in 71, 47 years ago. But we're, we're not as a community abreast of that information until they come to a company like ours that's given this information out freely. The okay. credit bureaus won't tell you. Right. Now, here's Well, you asked me about how people can actually work with us. It's not right. really a job. It's an independent credit op- uh, credit specialist opportunity. So we're independent agents. Right. Um, we're we're the ones that's out here in the trenches with the community that know the people that have less than nine, uh, less than a five ninety nine credit score. Uh-huh. So we should be the ones to be able to have a career opportunity because we know who's out here, we're able to talk right. to them. And so for those who, you know, don't like their jobs as living paycheck to paycheck, that retired and still can't afford to live like they want to, there's so many opportunities to come in, help those people that's close to them, help people across the country, U.S., Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, and say, listen, I know your credit is you know, not where you want it to be. I can help you. And how do they help them? How 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 did they get in touch with you to learn the business? They could put money in their pocket, and it could help out their uh, friends and loved ones. So how they can help? One, we're in tax season, right? So there's right. so many people in their tax offices right now saying, "Okay, I can't wait to get to seventy-five hundred dollars. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna pay off all my collection accounts, and I'm gonna." put myself in a new house or a new car. It doesn't work that way. So a great nugget to know, anytime the original creditor sells your information or your file to a third-party collection company, they just gave up their legal right to collect. So you don't legally owe all that money. But So we got to get out there. We got to help people at the tax offices, at those places to say, no, stop, save your money. It's not going to help your credit. It's not going to change the number. In fact, it could drop the number some, but it won't increase it. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you. So when you say, Mm -hmm. when you say that save your money, what are you saying? You're saying that people are taking their money and buying things cash or paying off their debt. Which one? My mind, I was drifting for a second. (laughs) No problem. They're taking their tax money and paying off negative accounts paying off collection accounts, hoping okay. that that's going to increase their credit score so they can go out and buy a house or, you know, get the car. You know, the the routine of tax season okay, and those large purchases. Isn't it normally, though, normally when you pay it off, you wait three to four or five months, and the number goes up anyway, correct? No. Mm-mm. The okay. only thing that's going to change a negative account is having it removed because at one time you were late, that doesn't change it. Okay. Unfortunately, it doesn't change. Right. Wow, that's that's real interesting. Now, how does mm-hmm. someone, if they got their credit good and still want to work for you and still um, want to be involved in such a phenomenal business that you are doing? Because, like I said, I've been following you guys. What are the steps they take to reach out to you, and what is their uh, requirements for you to hire them? 
again, we're not hiring. This is not a job. This is an independent franchise. So they were able to um, invest in a credit franchise. 288 okay. is the cost for the investment to have their own credit franchise, which is what I invested. Okay. So and let me pause you there, again. Let me pause okay. You. So whenever you talk about money, you have to repeat it slowly because I didn't even understand you. So can you go you back? To, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, go back to the money part and then start over again because I want to make sure they hear the number just like I heard, I want to hear the number. Okay. So the investment is 288, and what right, that two, covers is. Okay. Two eighty eight. Hundred dollars or two hundred eighty eight thousand. Two hundred. Oh no, it should be because of the amount of income, but it's two hundred and eighty eight dollars. Okay. That we invest to have our own independent credit business. Okay. Although we're investing the two eighty eight to have our own credit business, we don't do our own legwork. Our credit professionals and credit attorneys they handle all of the legwork because they're trained in the law. They know all of that. Right. So, but what the 288 covers is 199 of that is the business office, and $89 of that, which equals 288, is for the credit services, their own first month of their credit services. Okay. So now they have their own business. They're in the apartment. Uh-huh. They're in the apartment. They got phones. Now, how do they go help people, and how do they make money? People are everywhere. There's 63 million people in America with 599 credit score. Probably 90% of my business has come from people I don't know, people that I've reached out to on social media, that have reached out to me on social media. I am a realtor, so I go out and I talk to people that want to purchase homes. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also people that, you know, you go belly to belly. You're meeting people everywhere. Right. You may be out in the shopping mall and somebody, you know, may be talking about income or looking for another job or wanting to fire their job. And you strike up a conversation. That's what I do. Uh-huh. You know, but and it's been very successful. I've been with the company for about two years now. And so it, you can be really creative. Again, there's so many people that need it. They just don't know where to go. Okay. And a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck and want an additional income. And so knowing that, they're able to not only restore their credit, add this as a source of income, keep doing what they're doing or not. You know, maybe they want to do it full-time, like me. Uh, but people are everywhere. Okay, so here's my next question. And we question. also help them. Mm-hmm. They get that together. Now, how do they actually make the money? Okay, let's say I give you 288. I go to people. I get them to listen to me. I hand them over to you and your team. How do I get my money? So now we have eight ways that we get paid. There's eight ways totally that we get paid in this business. You know, the average millionaire say they have to have seven sources of income, right? You know that, right? But we have eight ways. The first way is when we acquire new protection plan memberships, um, which are our customers, into the credit program. We get $100 commission for that, unlimited. Mm-hmm. We get residuals. On top of that, we get level overall. For everybody, on the, for, I mean, sorry, it's pretty, for, it's pretty expensive. Okay, so everybody who signs up, you get a taste of the pie, basically. Ab- absolutely. Okay, okay, understand. So even though maybe one person you might make a hundred, two hundred dollars, depending on what that person signs up for the package, every person that you bring could literally be 
$200, correct, a person? 100 plus residual. Okay, now mm-hmm. how high have you seen residuals go? You want to know how much I make? <laughs> no, not you. Here's the question again. How much, okay. how high does residuals go? I'm, I know people that's making $100,000 a month in residual income. Okay, so the more people you get, the more money you can make. And when you say residuals, meaning every policy that they sign, they get a percentage of that every month. How does it, yep, there's a percentage of it every single month. Every month. month. So you did and, it, yeah, you signed it on January, you still get paid here. Okay, and the amount that they get is based on what that person signs up for? No, it's based on the volume of clients, the percentage of the volume that okay, you bring into the business. Okay, so if you've got 200 people, that's the more money you make. If you make, if you got one person, uh-huh. you're taking small. You're taking small. But the more people you get, the more money that you have. So basically, let's use it for example. So the people who has who's making a hundred thousand a month, how many people do you think that they have on their roster? About twenty thousand. Okay. Between so, them and their entire team. Okay. Cool. So if you put a team together and everybody who brings something under that person, let's take you for instance. So if you take this phone call and you get 10,000 people tomorrow, everybody who you sign, you get a taste of all 10,000 people that goes to you. And then what they do, if they bring in 10,000 people, they do the same, the same thing. Correct. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Is it? Um, <laughs> it's a domino effect, but I like it. Yeah. yeah I mean, I like it it's, it's an amazing way to live your life. You're helping people, and you win by default. And you really don't have to do much. All they got to do is go find right. people and bring them to you. So it's like a phone call. Hey, I know these people. You should deal with them. They can help you with your credit. And then you're pretty much done with it. That's it. That's it. That's awesome. I actually, yeah, I know, right? I keep in contact with my clients because I, I like to give, you know, personal service. You never know if they have um, questions, um, if they want to make a purchase, uh, like a home from, you know, as a real estate agent, I'm going to need to keep in contact with them so I can help them to be prepared. Once they get to right. that number they need, you know? So I like to keep in contact. And I always okay. let everybody know this is my number. I'll be your first point of contact. But we do have agent support, customer support, so that's there too. But you know, it's it's always good to be customer service related. You want to always right, do that. right. That's what's going to always give you referrals and just you know building a relationship. Everything is about relationships, and so I love to be able to do that. Okay. All right. Okay, that is real good. And um, okay, let me look at this real quick. I like that you're gonna get a lot of phone calls on this because this, this is listen to me, everybody. If you don't understand easy money, all you gotta do is get a business card, walk up to people, tell them that you can help them with the, help them with their credit, and put them in touch with true professionals that really do this. And you get a check, and you just keep doing, keep doing. It. I don't care if it's a thousand a month or seven hundred a month; it's still extra money. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it would change your life. Yeah, extra money. Now, how do you deal with identity theft? What do you guys go through when a person reports identity theft or they have identity theft on their report? What is the procedure that you guys go through to help them out? So we're with our company is Armor Guard. That's mm-hmm. what does our, all of our identity debt protection. So it's monitored 24-7. Even if you go and apply for a credit card, Armor Guard is going to send you an email probably before your bank does because they want to make sure that was you and not somebody else. Mm-hmm. So they're protecting you against those things. Because one thing is for sure, even with a low credit score, you uh, are susceptible to online crimes, but as your credit score increases, you're really a target. So you got to have that in place to make sure that there's nobody out there trying to grab the things that you've worked hard for. So that's okay, always so going to be in place. I have a security block on my thing, right? Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I make good money, and i got a great credit score. I went shopping that day, and I spent, I wanted to spend like about $20,000 on some new furniture, and all this kind of stuff. And I, for the first time, I wanted to do credit. I didn't want to give nobody. I just bought a brand-new car and all this stuff. And so I said to myself, you know what? I was raised, how my parents raised me was you pay credit. You put it on credit, and you make payments every month. It helps fill your credit. But my whole life, I've always, boom, pay cash. I ain't really want to deal with it. So I go in, and I know I got a good credit score. But out of that twenty thousand, they only wanted to give me two thousand dollars on twenty to pay for the credit, and I laughed at them. At the at the time, I said, <laughs> "I said I'd rather pay for the whole thing than to be tripping up for two thousand dollars." So how does that happen? How is it that you can have great credit like mine? You got I own a home, I own. A lot of real estate, and then you go somewhere, and they tell you this is all they're willing to give you. That sounds more like that's their max, because they're in house. They may be in house, and that's all they're able to do. They're mm. not large enough to give you exactly what you need. Okay, that's probably what it is. Yeah, because they did call the credit bureau while I was on the phone. The lady did say, well, "You want me to try another company?" And they went from yeah. one amount, and the amount got higher. So that does sound right. It sounds like it's in-house. Yeah, they're shopping. And you got to make sure that they're not hitting that button and it's sending it out to multiple people at one time. That's that's like the car dealerships. That's what they do. And inquiries can knock your credit score down 10, 15, 20 points even each. Right. Well, it's too late now. I already did it, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's probably why. They they can't handle what you needed. Same on them. Okay, now, and and ladies and gentlemen, y'all need to listen to this because, like I said, I have good credit, and I got a few nickels. You know, I got a few nickels in the bank. And like I said, I went there, and you got to know about, do they have in-house, meaning they have, they maxed out a certain number, so that way they get people to spend money the way I spent because, I still use the 2000 because I always like paying bills to build up credit. But I wound up giving them $18,000. Wow. Yep, because I felt, um, I almost felt disrespected. (laughs) 
And I guess like I guess I I guess I I, I guess I'm stunt. I was gonna stunt. Like oh, what? that's what I show you. Like motherfucker, what? <laughs> Bam! Fuck that! Give me my shit. And we treat me like no normal motherfucker. Excuse my language, everybody. Like, shit, I got this in my motherfucking stop. You playing? So everybody, you right. gotta listen. when you go buy stuff, make sure you find out what their max is. Because basically what just happened to me, I got played. I could have kept my money. Now, now I see you also hear um, you deal with student loans. I explain the student loans thing. Student loans have no governmental authority to be on the credit. None. It, it sounds like, oh, okay, I got a, I got a student loan. It has to go on the credit. Nothing has governmental authority to be there. They don't have to put anything on your credit report. The credit bureaus are owned by private banks. Okay. And all they're out for is money. Yeah, so explain they, that. They don't, explain a little better for me. Well, the the private banks decided to hold people accountable for the credit that they go out there and get. Right. There's no law. You can check it. There's no law that says when you get when you open an account, it has to sit on your credit report. There's no law that says a student loan backed by the government has to be on your credit report. There's so I mean, there's student loans is like under fire right now because the way they're treating their account holders. Right. And when they'll sell it multiple times, for instance, if you go to school for four years and you take out a loan each semester and that same semester you're late, mm-hmm. that's how many times it's going to show up on your credit report. Right. So imagine having 20 nicks on your credit report when you only went to school four times. So they sold it, they counted it late each, each semester, and here you go at the end of school up in the college, you're thinking you're about to go get this great career started, but you're held up because your credit is bad because, yeah, they're checking your credit. So, no, none of this stuff has to, has to be on the credit. And so, so get, of course, so it that, goes... So I'm sorry to interrupt. So if that's on their credit, you can get it off? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. You know, I went to college, and I was on a scholarship, and I remember one year I got hurt and I had to take out financial aid for one semester because I was hurt. And they, I guess that's just the way they were doing stuff. And I got back on the scholarship the year after because um, they wasn't taking care of the way they should have taken. This was in the, the early, uh, late 70s. If you hear what I just heard, what this young lady, Ms. Anderson, just said, that you have a student loan on your credit report and you don't call this young lady to get have to her have a company take it off because right now I know there are thousands and thousands of y'all who are listening to the show if you went to college have a student loan on your profile and I think that's a shame that we have been brainwashed all these years thinking that we can't get certain things because of a student loan is on our credit. We can't go do this because there's a student loan on our credit. And it's really, it's really, well, you know, we're not going to say it's fucked up because I tell people all the time that we don't even have to go to college. People go to college and sit in the classroom to read books and they got the same damn books in the library. Mm. You know, so 
I'm on the roll today. All right. I love it. Yeah, Let's what about go. Judge, yeah, what about judgments? How do you handle your judgments? Same way we do anything else. Uh-huh. So just remember that, always remember this, nothing has to judgment to the okay. late payments, the okay, repossession. Can interrupted for a second? Can you go back about the judgment? Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, judgments, just like anything else, don't have to be added to the credit report. All of this wow. is still added to your credit report as a means of collecting money by people that don't know any different. So okay. that's why they feel it's okay to incorrectly input things on the credit report. And another thing, too, medical bills, just think about the HIPAA law. When you go to the doctor, they're going to have you sign a form that says who can look at your medical record. Uh-huh. Who can know you've been to the hospital, right? If you don't give them that permission, they can't tell, even your husband or wife. So uh-huh. why is it okay to put your medical bill that you unpaid, that's unpaid on your credit report? That's wow. a violation of the HIPAA law. The what law? I, the HIPAA law. Spell it. When you, uh-huh. H-I-P-A-A. HIPAA. Okay, HIPAA. Okay. But I was understanding the HIPAA law. Okay. Yeah. The HIPAA law. Uh-huh. There's a document that every doctor is going to have you to sign to make sure that if you want your records shared with a spouse or a parent or whoever, that you have to sign it to give them permission. So we didn't give the permission of Equifax as being TransUnion to put our medical information on there, meaning how much you owe, what paid, we didn't give them that permission, so why is it sitting on your credit report damaging mm-hmm. your score, right? right so right. that comes off, too. I was so glad to know about that because I had a lot of medical bills after I had a stroke. So mm-hmm. those things came off, and it was legitimate. I did it. And that's why I want people to understand, yes, even if you went to Macy's or Capital One and you spent the money and you didn't pay it, the fact that there's so many errors on credit reports is what you're going to be able to leverage in having those things taken off. So it doesn't matter what it is, all negatives, no matter what. That is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this, 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 this is, I think this is going to be one of the best shows I've ever done on this podcast because this information is really hitting home on so many levels. And I hope that you people who are listening can feel it too. And like I said, you have to make sure that you call Miss Shaw Anderson, um, credit specialist and realtor. Her number is um, Erica 678-770-2172. Now let's talk about um, bankruptcy. How do you guys mm-hmm. handle your bankruptcy? Same way. Wow. <laughs> bankruptcy. And in addition to handling it the same way, because we know that those laws apply to bankruptcy too, we yeah. have attorneys that's on staff. They have over 80 years experience combined. And what their job is to do is to find the loopholes that's inside of bankruptcy. Okay. So bankruptcies are added to your credit report and they don't follow all the laws. So because bankruptcies are so damaging, the right. credit attorneys find those loopholes, get the bankruptcies removed off the credit and then turn around and can give you up to a thousand dollars in compensation when they find the things that they mishandled. Damn. 
How about that? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's good, now, right? Yeah, that's real good. Now, um, and what about tax liens? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people here has tax liens on something they own. Yeah, I had a tax lien too. Mine was taken off. Um, one one of our partners, she had a fifty thousand dollar tax lien, okay. and when she found out that she had an attorney with us, they were able to go in and see that although she was making tax payments, they were putting it to somebody else's account because of the name errors. That was an issue that was on her credit report, so they were sending those payments somewhere else. So she ended up with the tax lien. They had it all removed. Credit went way up. And how long does it, something like that normally take? People normally start seeing a, a a huge increase in their score in the first dispute round. So the first okay. 30 to 45 days, people start seeing a difference with the maximum average is three to six months. Okay. Okay. Wow. And how about... And, uh, Let's talk about charge offs as well. Now, 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 I want to talk about charge charge offs, but explain to me and my audience what are charge offs. So they couldn't collect from you, so they sent it somewhere else. They just um, exhausted their efforts to collect the money, and uh-huh. so now they coded it as a as I can't get it. Nobody can get the money, so forget about it. Let's let it sit on the credit and ruin it, basically. So they leave it there to ruin you because they couldn't couldn't get the money. We're going to mess with your credit because they hope that you come back one day to actually get it off. Yes. And I'm glad you said that because they will threaten the heck out of you for everything, you know, garnishment, this and that. And so if it's sitting on your credit and ruining it and now you say, you know, I need to make a purchase. I got to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Now you got to go right back to them and say, "Okay, I'm sorry I didn't pay it then, but I need to go ahead and pay it now." And now they because the say, mortgage lender sees it. So, but now they can say, "Fuck you!" I can call Michelle Anderson and get this shit <laughs> off. <laughs> I can call Michelle Anderson, "Fuck you," and I'm not paying shit. Yes, what he said. <laughs> yeah, see, I like that. See, now you can say, "Ladies and gentlemen, fuck you." I'm going to call my agent, and she's a good agent, and her name is Cheryl Anderson. And by this time next week, after your employer knows that I call Cheryl Anderson, you'll be working in Alaska. So just How about that? Wrong. That's funny, my tan is Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> you know? So how about collections? Same way, the collections, you know, when the original creditor sells that file to diversify to whoever the third-party collection company is, they don't owe that legal lease anymore. Mm-hmm. So they'll call you, and they'll be real slick, and they'll you know, act personable like they know you. And they're like, yeah, this is Sherelle. And then they say, hey, can you verify your address? It's the first thing they do, verify your mm-hmm. name and address. Don't answer it. You don't have to answer it because mm-hmm. when you do respond and give them that answer that they're looking for, you just gave them their legal right to collect. So you got to be smart. Know your legal rights. You do not owe a third-party collection company because you didn't borrow the money from them. 
Uh-huh. But when they call you, do not answer any questions because they're going to try to hem you up because they know the moment that you verify your address and your name, now they got you. All right, so two things, ladies and gentlemen. We know we black or white, Spanish, and you're struggling. You've got some hood ways about you. One, we know we don't answer no call. Two, let me give you a game. If somebody, you've got a number, you'll know who it is. You pick the phone up, and you don't say shit first. You wait till you hear. Because every person has a collection voice tone. You could tell when somebody wants something from you because of the way they talk. But if you do say mm-hmm. something, then they first say, oh, this is such and such. Says, you know what? Let me call my agent, uh, Sharon Anderson, so fuck you, and hang up the phone, y'all. Because <laughs> now what has happened, ladies and gentlemen, we, and I say we because I told you I love y'all. I love my fans. I love the people who listen to my show. And I would do everything in my breath and as humanly possible to the day I die to bring you guys the knowledge and the understanding that you need to win at this thing, at this game called life. And that's what this is about. And that's why we have Ms. Sherry Anderson on the phone. And it's the power of credit. And she can help you guys get to the level of what you want in peace of mind. See, there's financial freedom, ladies and gentlemen. There's having things in your name. But when you can get all these things in order, I'm guaranteeing you the greatest gift I can give you. And it's called peace of mind. It's priceless. Mm -hmm. You know, so now I see um, Mrs. Anderson. What about repossession? Voluntary or involuntary. Guaranteed they're going to have some problems with the input. So those are handled, again, the same way. You got to remember, Congress passed this law that says it has to be 100% accurate in order for it to stay on the credit report. Many times people, when they hire us, they have Uh everything that's negative, and everything is uh, part of that law. They ended up with nothing left on their credit report. Okay, okay, let me me set the point on that real quick. Let's say shit mm-hmm. is accurate. Let's say shit is accurate. They do owe the money. There's a repossession. And you get it off. If it's not 100% accurate, we get it off. If it's perfect, which I rarely, I don't know if I've ever seen a perfect file, okay. it's going to stay. Remember, we're leveraging the right to dispute and remove everything that's not 100% accurate. So okay. if they end up being that perfect person that has a perfect file, and, you know, we don't, we can't do it. But okay. as long as this thing is following the 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 the, the um, 100% rule, it got to come off. And this is, we've been doing this for 15 years. We're A-plus rated on the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. We're a debt-free company. So we're going in aggressively to get all these things taken off. So that's why we I turn around period so quick because we get you in, we get you out and all about your business to be able to do the things that you want to do. Now, when you say get you in, get you out, now, do they have to actually come to the office or can they actually just give, call you and you can help them by, over the, by being on the phone? And how, do, how would they go about if they're interested? I'm quite sure you can talk to them when they call you. I mean, once they get interested in how to pay, they can do PayPal, they can do et cetera, et cetera, to get their payment. But that's the thing that I like, that you guys go in aggressively, you guys handling your business, and that's what you call true profession. And I love that because people lack um, customer service 
today. Like you walk into Macy's or work at certain stores and you want to get something, they'll point to the section that you're supposed to go <laughs> yeah. to. Like, oh, I'm looking for a nice sweater. Well, if you go right over there, well, back in the day, a motherfucker will walk with you to the sweater <laughs> and make sure that you get things done and have things right. And this is what I love about your company, that the, the power of credit and your, your company, that you are giving people more than what they're paying for. Really, this should be a thousand, two thousand dollars for the type of expertise mm-hmm. that you're giving because it's just. I, I mean, I'm. I wish I had. I don't think I've ever had problems with my shit. I don't think so. I've always been, you know. A nigga getting paper and taking shit. But my point is, if I was going through something, I guarantee you, you would be the person that I would call. And I know thousands of people out here that's listening to the show today that's going to say, yo, TK, another great fucking job. And all I want my fans to do is just tell everybody that you know that you got to listen to the TK Kirkland podcast. We don't do, and not putting any other show down. We do shit that matters on this show. We do shit on this show that would change your life and how you could benefit. Because some shows, just people just get on these shows and they just talk to hear themselves talk. Everybody just talking. Everybody just talking. But what are you doing to change people's lives? Now, I got a couple mm-hmm. more questions I want to ask you, and then I'm going to let you go. Now, see, we talk about repossessions. Now, what about evictions? Because I'm sure there's been a lot of motherfuckers who listen to this show that's been evicted and they probably feel they can't get another place. So how do they go about that? Right. And I talk to a lot of people that say, that explain what happened with an eviction. One thing is for certain. One, I'm not going to look at your credit report. Two, there's no judgment. Evictions happen for many reasons. I've talked to people that said I had mold and I had to leave, but they didn't do what they said they were going to do, which was let me out of my lease. They mm-hmm. threw it on my credit report. You know, it's lots of things like that. Some people don't play it. It's just like, forget about it. But evictions are handled the exact same way. And, um, you know, one thing is for certain, if you're renting and you have great rental payment history, they won't put it on your credit. Yeah. They don't do that until you get kicked out. But we do have a way to increase your credit score by adding your credit, your rental history onto your credit report because right now the only people that know that you're paying it on time is you and your landlord. It's very good to be able to say, you know what, I'm a good steward over my money. Here's the largest payment that I normally make every month and just have me be accountable, see what I've done. So for anybody that has evictions, don't worry about how it happened. Just know that it's still going to be included in the 100% accurate law. You got to come off. Oh, I love Trust that. Me. So let me ask you a These question. These things so, are just added in, incorrectly. Okay, cool. I like that. So here's the question. I, I, I rented for a house years ago, and I wound up buying the house. And I rented the house maybe 13 years. Can a person still go back, right, and get credit for that and get added on to their credit score? You can go back two years. All right, just so still, even two years is still good. Now, how do you go yeah. back? You got to get bank statements. You got to get checks. How does, how, does, how does that work? So our customer support contacts, you'll give her all the information for your landlord or the management company, and mm-hmm. then our customer support will reach out to them, 
um, in writing and have them document the last two years. You can go back one year if you want to. You can go back two years right. and have them document your good payment history. And from there, we add it to your credit. It's called Credit My Rent. Okay, say that slowly again. Credit what? Credit My Rent. Credit My Rent. That's, okay, I like uh-huh. that. Okay. That's the service. It's called Credit My Rent. Uh-huh. Y'all are y'all yep. cold, baby. Y'all cold. I yeah. ain't heard of something like this before. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let me let you finish. I was going to tell you we have about 14, 15 services as included. So it's not just removing the negative credit. You got to be able to know what to do moving forward. You got to be able to know how to handle your debt, your savings, the budgeting, including your credit restoration and rebuilding. So we have all those services included, so that you now know how to handle it going forward. You won't make those same mistakes because now you've been educated fully on how to handle credit. Okay. Now, when you say handle, so you guys, so what you're saying, you're going to, you, you guys have a class or you have a system that teaches people how to manage their money? On your, everybody gets an online web portal. The web okay. portal contains yes, okay. everything that we do on your behalf. So you won't have to wonder, well, what are they doing? Well, you see it. You have your own secure portal. You go online anytime you want to. You'll see what we're disputing. You'll see what we're um, in process of deleting, and you'll see what's already been deleted. And there's a second page to it that is going to explain to you how credit disputes work, how credit letters work, how to rebuild. So there's a whole page with several tabs dedicated to educating our, our clients so that now, again, they know what to do. They know okay, how now, much of their credit line to use, so on and so forth. Now, let me ask you a question. So you have the service. They have the number. Now, when people do have problems, they have questions to ask, no matter what time or the day, because I know, I know you. They call you directly, and you answer their questions. And what I mean by that is the way I see how you move, it seems like you are a 24-hour service. If someone calls you at 2.30 in the morning, you would take their call and answer their question. Because, you know, sometimes I get ideas and things cross my head at 2.15 in the morning. And when I'm doing business, I wish there was someone to call. But usually, you know, I'm my own boss. I answer my own fucking questions. But I'm saying that just so people <laughs> who are out there, if they just got to work and they don't want to wait till 9 o'clock the next morning, and they're like, yo, let me call Michelle Anderson. They could leave a message or you'll call back up, but most of the time your ass is up. You'll take the call? <laughs> yeah, if I'm up, I'll take the call. Depending on what time, I'm pretty much late. So okay. that might not happen, but they can leave a message. They can even text me, and I'll give them a call immediately that next morning upon me, you know, waking and getting business started. They can also go to my website. And they can enroll. They can learn everything from there. So it's it's really easy for them to get the access to the information that they need. Okay, cool. Now, what about public records? Explain that. Yeah, public records will show up on your credit in a heartbeat and, and try to tear it up. Same thing. We okay. still use now, the 100% rule. What is, what is public records for the audience? And for myself. I'm sorry. It, I don't know. Yeah, it could be like a court case. What kind you know, of court a, case? A judgment, a court case. Um, you can be sued by a company, okay. sued by a person, and it's sitting on your credit because they can't collect it in the court, so they send right. it over to the 
Yeah. So now it's sitting on your credit because that's a way to collect it once you try to get something and that hinders you. So that's the public record. In other words, if you were to go into the like a, a docket and search that information, it'll come up. Okay. So let's say you do owe the people the money. Let's say I'll, let's say someone's trying to sue me and I do owe them that ten thousand dollars, but they haven't got it. Do are you guys saying since you're working for me? I'm sorry, buddy, but they, I, they hired me first. We ain't paying shit. Or yeah. do you get the – wow. It's all – none of the negative items are in a different category. They're all in the same category because Congress knew back in 1971 that they were going to be human beings and putting stuff into the credit, into the credit system that was not going to be right. For instance, my name is Sherelle. If they put an E at the end of my name, which stops at L, because a lot of Sherelles are spelled that way, that's not me. I did it. I had that public record. I didn't pay these people, but they put an extra L, the extra digit on my last name. They um, left the digit off of my social security number, or they thought it was a seven. They put a one, uh-huh. or my address is 115 Main Street. They put 175 Main Street. That's not my address, but it's tied to my name. It's wrong. It's not 100% accurate. Man. Now, let me tell the people what is accurate. March 28th, 29th, March 29th, 31st, I went to the catch me up in Pleasanton, California, at the world-famous Tommy T's Comedy Club to come get knowledge, come get your laugh on, if your feelings get hurt easily, this is not the show for you. If you're sensitive, you move in with your girl, and she's running things, and I'm talking some fly shit that night, and your girl say, yo, we got a motherfucking leave, and you ain't mad enough, say, bitch, sit down. This nigga talking some real shit. The show's not for you. Or if your girl is the man in the family, and you the bitch, and you don't want to, you don't want to hear it because your ass sister, you got caught, you trying to, you got caught cheating, and you trying to make it back up with her. But I bought up some shit that rekindled the bullshit. Then this show is not for you. Pleasanton, California, Tommy T's, March twenty eighth, no, March twenty ninth, thirty and thirty first. Then we shoot to Detroit, Michigan, Southfield, Michigan, Southfield, Michigan. The punchline, April. 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th, well, April 5th, 6th, and 7th. Um, my birthday celebration, which is really every day, but it's the official birthday, April 3rd. We're celebrating up in um, Detroit, Michigan that weekend. Make sure y'all get your tickets and all of this, at, uh, and make sure you make your reservations so that you can be part of this show. And let me give you the number to the punchline in Detroit. That number is Erico 248. Nine five five three zero one six. That's the punchline in Pleasanton, California. For I mean, I'm in Georgia, Detroit, Michigan. I'm sorry. Then with Pleasanton, California, a place that I love very much. As well, also is the Tommy Chief Comic Club. As soon as you're here to show today, make sure you make your reservations because this will sell out for sure in both cities. And the phone number is Erica 
zero zero. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I have told y'all in over the last couple of years, I am here for you. My job is to give you the information. It's up to you how you process it. We have Ms. Cheryl Anderson on the phone, one of the greatest women I've known in years, who are going who's going to help you guys now that I have we had on before. But I think I was busy, I had a lot going on. I never went into detail the way I've gone into detail on this particular show. And I hope that this inspires a lot of y'all who are going through some of these things that we're talking about that's going through the evictions, the identity theft, the medical bills, the judgment, the foreclosure, the bankruptcies, the tax liens, the charge off, the repossessions, the eviction, and the public records. I have never ran across a company that does a one service. There was another there was another letter another letter to give a number I would give it. If there was another word for outstanding, which you could call it by you motherfuckers is great. The world should know about you. You know, that's how I'm gonna put it out in the universe. And I can't wait to um play this episode at least three, four times. Yeah, we don't have to do another interview, um, Mrs. Anderson. I'm just gonna take the same interview and drop it probably once a month. You know, I'll have my editor edit out the comedy shows and all that, but take out once a month so people can never, never, never say they didn't get this information. All right? So, Ms. Anderson, can you give them your website? Can you give them the phone number to contact you? And then we end the win. I appreciate you so much, TK Kirkland. Your voice um, is just one that is certainly of an influence, and so I greatly appreciate you. Again, my name is Sherelle Anderson, and my website is SherelleAnderson.net. You can also reach me at 678-770-2172. Repeat it. 678-770-2172. Again, my website, Sherelle, S-H-E-R-R-E-L-L, Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N.net. Feel free to go to that website. There's tons of questions to uh, questions and answers there. You can also make an appointment directly on there, and you can click on different links that's going to give you more and more information about our company. We are United Credit Education Services and Financial Education Services, both A-plus rated on the Better Business Bureau for 15 years. I will be delighted and honored to serve you, and I look forward to walking with you on this journey to financial freedom and excellent credit. I love it. And to the people who credit has been so fucked up for years, you don't have a computer. You don't have an iPhone that you can go on a portal. Just call her directly, and she will take you there on this journey. To my fans all around the world, you listen to the T.K. Kirkland Show, better known as T to the motherfucking K. We keep it 100 on this show always and forever. So to everybody, may your pain be champagne. God bless you. Have a great week. Ladies and gentlemen, stay focused and avoid the BS. You already know how it is. You already know how we get down. It's the T to the MFK, the TK Kirkus show. Go on. Thank you, Ms. Anderson. Have a beautiful week.
Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more. Visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.